and here you go. Welcome to Dream Chasers Radio, where we are always daring to be different. Get ready, get ready, get ready to be inspired. Let's get moving toward our goals. And here to make that happen is our host, Yaya Diamond. Oh my gosh, what's up? I'm so happy to be here today. Yay! G Chases Radio is moving forward, you guys, and I'm just excited. All the things that are going on. I had a 12.30 a.m. meeting. Yes, 12.30 a.m., not p.m. So I was, yeah, I was, I was, I wasn't tired. I was just working. Because I'm telling you that Dream Chasers Radio is picking up steam, we're moving forward, and we're going to get things done. And that's what this title is all about today. This show is about doing what needs to be done to get things done. I know that sounds funny. I know that's like, you know, what the heck is she talking about? But listen to it. You're doing what needs to be done to get things done. That's what we need to be doing. So we need to be focusing I want to thank you for tuning in with us on 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio in Northport, Florida, as well as Bomb Baby Radio in New York City, as well as the Dream Chasers Radio. It's going to be soon 24-7 radio, uh, and it's going to be music and all that good stuff and podcasting and everything. And this is where a lot of the people that are, and I, I hate to take this time, but I have to, if you ever wanted to start a podcast, if you ever wanted to host a podcast, all you have to do is contact me. You know why? Because I'm starting a 24-7 radio show, and I want to put your podcast on my station, which means every so, every whatever day it is at this time, your podcast will air. The only thing you got to do is have it ready. That's it. I'm not doing any editing, guys. No editing. All right? <laughs> so if that's you, you can hit me up. I already got her laughing. You can hit me up at tv at yayadiamond.com. That's tv at yayadiamond.com. And I will tell you what needs to be done to get that done. Now, you know, you're listening to us also on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify. Um, I've got this thing all over the place. And over the last 12 years, We've done a lot, and we're getting ready to amp it up. But we're still going to do what we've been doing all this time, and that's interviews. And I've gotten really good at it. As you can see, I don't go uh or um or uh a lot anymore. I'm really getting better at this, and I feel good about it. You know, it's out there. It's done. You can hear all the bad stuff, and then you can hear all this good stuff. Yeah, you can do whatever you like, and I'm excited about that. Tomorrow night we'll be coming back on the air. That's Wednesday at 8 p.m., and we have a wonderful show with uh, uh, Mimi Novik, uh, author from the U.K. But until then, we have our guest on the show today, and I want to welcome to the show Charity. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. No problem, no problem. So what do you think about that title, Doing What Needs to Be Done to Get Things Done? Most people laughed at me. You know, that's honestly, isn't that all of life? Every yes. day we wake up. Every day we wake up and there's going to be something that we don't want to do every mm-hmm. single day. And every day we have to do it. Why? Because it's our life. And if we don't, there are consequences. Mhm. Mhm. And I mean, 
let me let's talk about you because you have a book out and and I want to I want to make sure that people understand why you have this book out. So tell me about this book that you have. All right, I wrote this summer. I wrote the book called The Widow's Survival Guide. And it's mm-hmm. living with um small children in widowhood. And um I wrote it because my husband um died in a tragic accident in May of 2018. I was 37. Mm-hmm. And I had a one, three, and five-year-old at the time. And from the moment that he died, I had to decide that I was going to live on. And in the beginning, I will admit, I decided that because I knew that I didn't want to mess my kids up more than what was already coming for them. Mm -hmm. But now that has morphed to I want to live for myself. Okay. And we all start somewhere. Like we all start somewhere and sometimes it's not for the it's not for an in, internal reason and we have to get to an internal reason. But mm-hmm. we all end up in places that we don't want to be, but we have to make the decision that we are going to live on. And that is what mm-hmm. my book is about. Living on. You know, Wow. How, I mean, how did you get to that point where you decided to live for you? Was it difficult? I made a very conscious choice in the beginning to do whatever I could think of that would bring more meaning into my life. And it Mm -hmm. started with very small things. Like one of the first things I did was I started taking pictures on my iPhone of anything I thought that was beautiful. Mm. Anytime I looked at something and thought that's beautiful, I would take a picture of it. And like Mm -hmm. my personal Instagram page is literally that it is all of the pictures that I just thought that's beautiful to me. And Mm -hmm. I make, clear conscious choices in that, in, in the music that I listened to, I made conscious choices that would push me forward into living. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, and it is, all of this is conscious choices that you have to make in order to feel like there is something more than your grief and loss. Mm-hmm. And so, so that those like those little things added up for me to help me make bigger decisions and better decisions. Wow. You know, you are an inspiration. Definitely an inspiration. I'm on your um <laughs> I am on your Instagram page. And I think that you have a wonderful spirit, and I could see you know it's it's in those it's in those little things it's not it's not always huge you know it's it's the small things that you really you miss. start you start small because there is yeah. no way to jump from grief and loss and this hole you can't jump from the hole to a high. It doesn't mm-hmm. work that way. You start right. with things that you can do. I mean, 
there are days, there were days in the beginning that it literally is moment by moment. What Mm. can I do in this moment to make it to the next moment? And we all, I want, like, I want to be clear to everyone. We all have these places in our lives. It doesn't matter if your husband dies. It doesn't matter if you lose someone that's close to you. We all have moments that you have to stop and be like, I need to just find something to get me to the next step. Right. I need something to get me to the end of the day. Mm-hmm. We all have these places. And to create a toolbox, a healthy toolbox, so that we can look and find something to get us there is critical. And it mm-hmm. doesn't matter if we have a big trauma. But this is, it's life. We all have these places right. where we get setbacks. And so it's creating that toolbox that gives us things to turn to. I mean, one of the other things I talk about a lot in my book is forming a tribe. And, like, a tribe is so important because these are the people that you call when when things, when you're not, when you're on the floor. And right. you're like, I don't know how to get up. You need, you need people. We are social beings mm-hmm. and creating people and trust that that we can turn to is critical. Yep. You're right. And You're like, definitely I, right about that. And it's the little it's the little things. It's first the little things and then you move on to big things. Mhm. I totally agree with you. It like I said, it is the little things. It's the ones. It, it's the things that you don't notice. You know, right? You, you don't notice it until until it's just not there. Right. So it's and, not and, there. And it's and those are the things also that we can we can absolutely do. Like, you know, I have I have a friend that was in in deep grief. And then when, and she realized like her bed, like she wasn't making her bed and Mm -hmm. she just started making her bed every morning. Now, for some people, that's not going to be a big deal. For me, my bed can be unmade. I don't care. Mm -hmm. But for her, it was, it was taking back her own power. Mm. And it Mm. is, that's, those are the things like my things might not be someone else's things. You know, taking pictures might not be someone else's things. Painting could be someone else's thing, you know, or making your bed or doing the dishes, whatever it is that gains your personal power back. Because what happens mm-hmm. in trauma and grief is you feel powerless. Hmm. And especially you feel powerless and you need to really look deep and find the things that make you even just for the moment feel like you have more personal power. Yeah. So doing what needs to be done to get things done, what what did you have to do? What did you have to change? What was what was the major thing that you that you had to change about your life when you when you found yourself in this situation? There was, there's a couple of things, but one of the, the biggest thing and the first thing 
was I had to change my mindset. I had to 100% realize that if I was going to get better, it was because it was, it was because of me. Mm-hmm. You have to, you have to have the mindset. You can't, you can't think that you're going to stay in grief. And, and I want to be clear about this. Grief does not leave it. You incorporate grief. The person mm-hmm. you love does not disappear from your soul. <laughs> they are there forever. Right. And you will always have grief. Grief is love when someone dies. But you mm-hmm. have to you have to decide that you're going to incorporate that instead of use it as a crutch or your your own burial. Right. And that's a mindset. Wow. Wow. And that is honestly, if there is nothing else, that is what I would say to. Any, anyone going through anything major, it is your mindset that is going to sink you or is going to help you swim. Absolutely. Hmm. You have to choose. Right. You do. You know, I, you know I, I commend you. Most people can't make it through or it takes them a lot longer to get to where you're at, you know, when you decided that this was what you were going to do, you were going to move forward. Um, did did the decision? I'm going to have to go back for a second because I'm trying to phrase it in the right way. Mm-hmm. When you okay, when you think about your loved one that passed away, did the decision yeah. that you knew he would make help you move forward? I. I knew, like, when, when someone close to you dies, or at least in my case, I feel like I can hear him and what he would say in my mind. Mm-hmm. Because you don't spend 15 years with someone and not know their basic message. Right. And what I know he would say, like, I know... I know 100% that he would say, you need to think about our kids. Hmm. I know 100% hmm. he would say, you're here and I'm gone. So why, why would you think that living for me would be a good idea? Mm-hmm. Like in the sense of you need to move on, not from him, but in life because you are still alive. Mm-hmm. You're wasting your time if you're not living because I died. Yeah. And so, and I hear that very clearly. And what's interesting is we had had conversations about death before he died. And so I have, I, and I feel lucky about that. And in my next book, which will be about basically what I want people to know before they have a tragedy or death is that this is such a stigmatized subject. We have to talk about it because I knew when he died, how he would feel about me dating. I knew when he died, what he would want with his remains. 
I knew when mm. he died how he felt about me. And mm-hmm. some people are left without that, right. which would be even harder. But mm-hmm. no, I hear yeah. him in my head. Like when I'm, when I, when I am asking myself questions, when I'm trying to make a next decision, I feel like I hear him and what he would tell me. Mm-hmm. And so that now, made some things easier. Right. I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. And the widow's survival guide, was that, was that something that you heard him while you were writing the book kind of help you with? Oh, I, I, he is with me all of the time, all of the time. He is mm-hmm. with me when I write. He is with me when I parent. He is with me when I am failing. Mm. I I have embraced that he is not physical anymore, and I have embraced that he is with me mm-hmm. because I just I feel him, and I feel that he I feel his support. And and the nice thing, like, so, yes, through the writing process, I mean, the mm-hmm. writing process to me was a gift to myself. It mm-hmm. was my love being poured out for every widow with small children, every widow altogether, every person that is lost. It is my love for them, and it is my love for Ollie. And it is my love for my children. Like, right. that is what this book is. You know, to me, when you have someone who has gone away, and of course, you know, I've, I think everyone has experienced this once, at least once in their lives, uh, even as a young yes. child uh, nowadays. Um, it, it can be, it can be hard. However, if you know that the person that you are, uh, you know, you are connected to that has moved on, then you you feel them. Like you said, you do feel them. And it's a sense of, I know they would want me to go on. I know they would want right. me, they want the best for me. They would want me to live my life. You know, so knowing that person, knowing the situation, and, and being within yourself, understanding the complexities of the situation, but doing what needs to be done to get it done, means moving forward, and also it also means living the fullest because you don't know when it's going right. to be over. So I, my, the way, uh-huh. I, but like my, one of the things I've, I've written is life is for the living and grief is for those who live longer because we are mm-hmm. always going to either be the one that dies or the one that survives a death. And just like you were saying, there is, after Ollie died, and we've had, I mean, and honestly, after a couple of other deaths I've experienced, there have been very clear signs that they're still with us to me. I mean, I, I feel like there's many things in my book. There's many things that I've experienced. Ollie plays me music all the time. Um, there are a lot of ways that I feel like he shows me that he is still with me. Um mm-hmm. And that is it, and it it is. It's extremely comforting 
to to know that I have no fear of death now because I feel so secure in the fact that there is life after death, which mm. is a blessing that comes from something horrible. And the other part of what you were saying is yes, like one of one of the the tools I use now is I ask myself, would eighty five year old charity do do whatever I'm about to do? Because eighty mm-hmm. five year old charity doesn't really care about what she looks like. She doesn't care about like timing. She doesn't care about like she cares about the story and the experience. So eighty five year old charity would d- jump out of a plane. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Why? Because she'd be like, that's a cool story later on. Mm-hmm. But basically because we don't know when we're going. Right. We never know when we're going. And if there right. is something that we can do to make a difference or to make our lives better or to make our children's lives better or to bring more meaning to life now, that is absolutely what we should be doing. Mm-hmm. Because we are on a time clock. That is what we are guaranteed. We are guaranteed birth if we are here, and we are guaranteed death. And yes, what? If, and we have the in-between time to live. And so if there is a passion that you are not doing, just the dream chasers, dream chasers, baby, go get it. Go do it. That's right. Figure it out. That's right. Because if you're not, you're missing out because oh, yeah. this life is that life is moving forward. Life is chasing your dreams. Life mm-hmm. is living. And I, we didn't do it very well. Ali and I were the couple that it was like the next promotion, he'll take more time off or, you know, we'll take a vacation next year because we switched jobs or we moved or we did this. We did not live the way we should have. And I have regrets about that. And so when he died, my whole worldview changed to this is not for later. This is for now. What right. do I need to do to live now? Mm-hmm. Because literally... Wow. I woke up on May 3rd, and by noon, Ollie was dead. For no reason, like, he was healthy, we were happy, and he went under the car to fix it, the jack slipped, and he was gone. Mm. You just don't know. We have no guarantees. But the, it's the same thing. Like, you can walk into the doctor with a stomach ache, and you can have terminal cancer. Like, and I'm not trying to be morbid. All I'm, what I'm trying to, what I want to do is to wake people up to the realization that you have this moment. You have right now. Mm-hmm. That is all you're guaranteed. You have right now. Mm-hmm. So if you have been dreaming about going to your if you're dreaming about going to your country of origin, start planning that. Do it. Mm-hmm. Go. If you're dreaming about starting a podcast, we know who to call now. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <But> <laughs> the thing is, we have to live now. 
Yeah. And that is the only way you make an impact on this world. That is the only way that you are going to create something that your children and you are going to be proud of is if you live now. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're right. You're so right. Wow. Wow. Well, I mean, your book, and it's in, it, you know, it's called The Widow's Survival Guide. Uh, thank you so much again for being on the show and bringing that book and, and doing what you do. Thank you. Thank you. You guys, I've already put the information there on uh, the description box below this interview. Go ahead and copy and paste that into your browser and, and get that done and, and check that out, The Widow's Survival Guide by Charity Hames. Thank you again so much, Charity, for being on the show, girlfriend. I appreciate you. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Wow. And you keep going. Uh, you too. You too. All right. Chase your dreams. I will, girlfriend. Live on. Don't do it. All right. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Wow. Wow. You know, I have so many people on this show today. I wish I could hang out with Charity a lot longer. Uh, What an interesting person. What a strong woman. You know, the Widow's Survival Guide. Just go ahead and you can Instagram.com forward slash the Widow's Survival Guide. And uh, hit her up, and I'm sure she'll tell you where you can get that book. Well, we're going to go to our next guest on the line. Hello. Thank you so much for being a part of Dream Chasers Radio. Uh, Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Absolutely. This is uh, DB2 checking in. Hey. Hey, how you doing? I'm a music recording artist. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, awesome. I'm here to discuss. I'm I'm here to discuss uh, my new single, Scotty Pimpin, with you guys. Um, that's what is. That's what I'm thinking. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so tell me, how did you get into the music industry? Well, actually, um, I started at an early age, um, writing love letters to girls. I just Ooh. figured out that I was really good at it, and I just put a beat behind it. And then became my first love. Yep, put a beat behind it, huh? And that was it. That was it. Yeah, people were telling me I was good with the words, and I just, you know, I ran with it. And, uh, yeah, that was it. Wow. And, you know, it's it's got to be more than that, though, because, I mean, you got to do something to get something done. What was the biggest thing that you had to do um, in order to, to get it done, to get everything that you needed to be in place to get this to get this music career off and running? Um, I was driving when my mom got sick, so I just knew I had to go hard with my words. And my attitude became beast mode. So I just knew it wasn't no turning back after that. I had mm-hmm. to do something. And um, I just wanted to be successful in music, and I knew this was the way. And I just wanted to, you know, a change in, in financial and direction in my life where, where it was taking me. Right. Well, well. That was my, so, my biggest motivation. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. And you know what? It's it's a wonderful thing when you can do what you love to do. Did you have any help in getting this done? Um, I did, but I really did it by myself. You know, just trying to get it, you know, the best way I could. But mm-hmm. absolutely, yeah, I had help along the way. 
Okay. And what was that like for you? I mean, was it good help? Was it one of those kind of helps where you didn't even, you might as well not have helped? Because <laughs> sometimes that happens. No, it, it was good help. It, it was good help. Yeah. Uh, it was good. It was good direction for me. And you know, I'm just proud of the people that put me on the right path with, with this with this music. And I, I'm very blessed. And I just feel like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm headed in the right direction. And it's I, I just can't wait to see where it goes. I hear you. I hear you. Now, okay, so where did the name DB2 come from? How did you get that name? Well, actually, I was, uh, you know, just having lunch with a friend, and we were discussing names. Actually, it's the 105th element on the periodic table. Mm. It's the element. Yeah. Um, it, it represents black, strong, and center, and that's what I feel like I am, black, strong, and center. It's the element that can only be created in the lab, studio, yo, you know, whatever you want to call it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and the the two that's raised actually represents me like outside the original element, but when you put it together, DB two, that's me inside the booth. It's an element that only can be created in the lab. Wow! So that's why I got, that's where I got the name from, and I wanted to come. Yeah, you know, I hear that. Wow. You know, so you're you're debuting your song here on Dream Chasers Radio today. Tell me about that song. Uh, Scotty Pippen. Yeah. Actually, it, it was a it, it was a song that I, I created when I was you know getting back in the booth because I was going through a lot of whirlwind. So I just had to fall back for a minute and just you know realize what my purpose was in music. Mm-hmm. So, so that's that's exactly where I was going with it, and we're gonna go ahead yeah. and play your song. So, you if you want to introduce this, you can. Yeah, absolutely. My new hit single, Scotty Pimpin'. Thank y'all for listening. All right, here we go. I had to fall back for a minute. I had to break a pat down and flip. I got no water diamonds on me trip. I keep that 30 on me, never slip. She feed them brass on me, start stripping. We got that trial, yeah, you know it hit. I know them jab boys trying to get me. But I got that 30 on me, Scotty Pimpin'. I got that 30. Hey, I got that 30 on me, Scotty Pimpin'. But I got that 30 on me, Scotty Pimpin'. I got that 30. I got that 30 on me, Scotty Pimpin'. But I got that 30 on me, Scotty Pimpin'. Hey, hey. Meet a lot of people when you win it. I got that bread coming out the kitchen. We were just kids starting our own business. Yeah. We were just kids. Yeah. And I'm overseas with the bad bitches. The water got diamonds. You can see me in it. When I throw them rats, she be dancing in it. Yeah. Yeah. And I need some rest where you kick your feet up. I live by the cold, nigga. Fuck, I hate them. My drip is so cold, nigga. I'm a glacier. Yeah. Yeah. And what you got on, you smell so amazing. My past and my past, and I can't erase it. Whatever's in front of me, I gotta face it. Yeah. I gotta face it. Yeah. And I kiss the rose, the petals is red. That 30 don't play with your shoe, that's your head. I come from the bottle, don't play with my bread. Yeah. Hey, I'm yeah. on the radio. I kiss the rose, the petals is red. That 30 don't play with your shoe, that's your head. I come from the bottle, don't play with my bread. Yeah. I had to fall back for a minute. I had to break a pat down and tip. I got no water diamonds on me trip. I keep that 30 on me, never slip. She feel them brass on me, start stripping. We got that trial, yeah, you know it hit. 
I know them jab boys trying to get me, but I got that 30 on me, Scotty Pimpin'. I got that 30. Hey, I got that 30 on me, Scotty Pimpin'. But I got that 30 on me, Scotty Pimpin'. I got that 30. I got that 30 on me, Scotty Pimpin'. But I got that 30 on me, Scotty Pimpin'. Yeah. I'ma take off and get lost with the bag. I remember days I come up with your cash. They call me boss when I walk in the bank. Yeah. yeah. I need a glass to pour my champagne. I got the models with bottles in bed. I got a push start and I'm gassing, yeah. Yeah. I'm on the cloud and I'm gliding, yeah. I'm going up like a pilot, yeah. Might buy a boat on the island, yeah. Yeah. yeah, everything you do because of the cash. I want it all because I never had. Pull off the lot and I'm going fast. Yeah, yeah. I'm so expensive, I had to go get it. I got the trap and my niggas with me. I got the trap and my niggas with me. I got it. I got yeah. I'm so expensive, I had to go get it. I got the trap and my niggas with me. I got that 30 on the Scotty Pimp. I had to fall back for a minute. I had to break a pack down and flip. I got no water diamonds on me trip. I keep that 30 on me, never slip. She feed them brass on me, star stripping. I got that trial, yeah, you know it hit. I know them jab boys trying to get me, but I got that 30 on me, Scotty Pimpin'. Hey, I got that 30 on me, Scotty Pimpin'. But I got that 30 on me, Scotty Pimpin'. I got that 30 on me, Scotty Pimpin'. But I got that 30 on me, Scotty Pimpin'. I'm I'm on the way to the top. The only way to go is up with me, you know, and I'm I'm gonna be pimping all the way up to the top, you know. Let my haters be my motivator. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. I am writing this down. Where can people get a hold of you, DB two? Um, you can get a hold of me on my Instagram, uh it's D B the Great at Gmail dot com. I mean uh my Instagram. And, uh, Duh or Duh? D-B. Uh-huh. Great. Okay. Underscore. I don't have too much DB space. Great. Okay, D-B the Great underscore. Underscore? Okay. Yeah, because yes, this thing doesn't give me a lot of space to write things down or type things in. But definitely, wow. Uh, if you guys know, you guys know the deal here on Dream Chasers Radio. It, here it is. It's going to be a wonderful day here. We're going to play DB song, DB2 song right after we finish the interview, but you can grab his Instagram at DB2, the great underscore on Instagram. That's wonderful. Now, DB, is there anyone that you want to shout out to, someone that you want to thank right here on the station? And then after that, you can go ahead and interview, you know, and you can go ahead and uh, and say, you know, whatever you want to say right before your song comes on, because I am going to be playing it. In a couple of seconds. Yeah, absolutely. I want to shout out to the uh, Chandler Business Group for uh, making this thing possible. Um, I really appreciate what those guys are doing. And they already know the only way to go is up for me. And I'm going to keep saying it because that's that's the only direction we know to go. I see that. I hear that. Uh-oh. I'm trying to find the song. Sometimes these things don't want to go through. We're going to play this song in a minute. You know, I I have a couple more minutes with you, though. When it comes to Mm -hmm. the new music game, because, you know, I came from the old school. I came from the old school. I don't know if you come from the old school. (laughs) When you had to go through, like, a record label to get it done. You know what I mean? Right. But now you can do it yourself. 
What do you think about that? I think it's amazing. It's great. Um, it, it gives you a chance to expand your own mind, you know, control your own destiny without anybody else, you know, trying to control it for you. Uh, it, it, it's mm-hmm. very independent. So, and, and I feel like that's what it takes to, you know, to make it in this game. Of course, you're going to need help along the way, but it starts with yourself being independent. And that's mm-hmm. a great uh, resource. What have you found to be the the hardest thing that you've done so far? What has been the hardest thing that I've done so far? Um, just kind of dealing with my mom when she got sick. Um, she had a surgery and it kind of took over her life. So that's kind of really been the hardest thing I had to deal with so far. But, you know, I'm overcoming it. Mm-hmm. Are you writing about that? Is there something that you Am write about? Yes, it is, uh, because it was just so uh, dramatic time in my life. I, I have been writing things down, the memories, just to get through it. Mhm. Wow. But, well, yeah. it, it's, you know, it, there are different things that we need to do to get things done. That's what this show is all about today. And sometimes... Right. You know, just getting through, just just getting through trials and tribulations in your life can be some some you know it could be hard, it can be hard. But you are definitely one person that has made it through. Congratulations! Thank you. And Thank let's you. see if I got this now. I'm not trying to pause. I swear I'm not trying to pause. I do have a lot of questions because I am so inquisitive. I love mm-hmm. being inquisitive. My check. Mic check, can you hear me? Mic check, mic check. One, two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey. You know, I, it's just tripping today. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you fine. I, I love that record. I just hit DB up, DB2. I like him. Really you like him? I like him a lot. I love what he said. He, his name is 105. Uh, 105th element. That was that's some real deep stuff. I mean, he understands nature, science, and the spirit. That's I like him. I do too. I hit him up on his Instagram. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, he's good. Oh, that's he, good. He got he got a story. Yeah, and that's why he's not getting his on that. <laughs> are we are we live on the radio now? We're we're live. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> we're live. The name because of the Father, for some Son, reason, and Holy Spirit. This is. Pastor Don Jr. CEO. I don't know what happened to him, but he was there. Well, you know what? It's it's not it's not that he's not there. It's that he is there, but it won't let me get him. <laughs> you know, you got to open another window. Like if you're doing it I in did Google that. Chrome, you got to have Firefox and Opera open. I when I host the show, I, I have three that. windows open. But they've been having a lot of technical difficulties today. I was on uh, seven other radio shows, and they kept playing the intro to the uh, people's intros to their shows Ooh. on his own. Yeah, it's been bad. Mm. It's been a crazy day. But that's mm. what's up. I'm mm, glad yeah. I got my yaya. Well, I'm hey. here. I'm hot. <laughs> ask me what you want to ask me. I have no problem interviewing. I love interviewing. You yeah, because whenever – put it this way. I'm. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. You coming through perfect. Nice and clear. Good. So, But – the actual program is on mute. Oh, so we're behind the scenes? 
It's it no, we're not behind the scenes. We're on the front. <laughs> we're on the front line. Oh wow! So everybody else <laughs> but is on mute. Like, but well, they should all be there. They should all be there. It is hilarious what's going on right now. But that's okay. We're gonna have a great time. Even if we have to reschedule people, we'll reschedule people. I have no problem with that. We we could just be we roll with what we roll with. So tell me about your interviews you had today. All right. Well, uh, first off, I had hooked up with the Enhancing Awareness Radio. Shouts out to Hiru. He has a, a real powerful movement where every day they put out uh, positive wisdom and knowledge. He has a classroom session over the weekend where he talks about major trending news topics, but he brings the education out about them. So he's, it's a major show. Then we was on with uh, Sister Whitaker. She kicked the day off at like 4 o'clock in the morning. She said a powerful prayer on the prayer line, and she had all the saints and, and the people praying for uh, my 2024 presidential run. So it's one of these kind mm-hmm. of situations that, uh, you know, we got 4,500 radio networks in our database, including the Dream Chasers Radio. If you haven't already, uh, call in. It's 347-855-8209. Your host is Sister Yaya Adam, and you're listening to Dream Chasers Radio. But uh, we got 4,500 radio networks we will be visiting, checking out, seeing, and we need to make sure that we work together. If we don't talk about it, we will never be able to be about it. You're right. You're right. Well, I'm glad you came on, and I'm all always glad to hear from you, always glad. And you guys heard the stations and all the stations that they have underneath their uh, their repertoire. I love it. Um, wow. Well, wow. well, I want to go ahead and keep going, but thank you again so much for calling well, in. Leave my and, um, and, leave my line open just in case if you have any technical difficulties, so it won't be dead oh, air. Because I'm about you to start going texting people telling them to come. Yeah, I'm gonna text well, people telling them to come on in. <laughs> you know, you ain't going nowhere. You ain't going nowhere. Yes, ma'am. I'm gonna try to yes, put you ma'am. on mute. That don't mean you're gonna be on mute though. <laughs> no, no, I can mute myself, and I, I, I'll mute myself. Trust me, I'm, I'm a good guy with the radio. I can push the mute button that way, just in case. If I got a lot of people coming in, we don't want them here, there, there. We want everybody no. to be heard, and I know how y'all, y'all get down. She gonna catch every line if she has time. I'm gonna do my best. I'm gonna do my best to get everybody in. All right, so hang tight. I'm gonna put you on mute, hopefully. <laughs> Hello? You're on the air. Yes, you're on the air. This is Dreamcases Radio with Yaya Diamond. Who's on the line? This is Tsunami244 with two eyes. I had an interview today. Hi, Tsunami. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm sorry. I I know you you were waiting for me to come on the line, and my manager had just told me that uh, I had to call in. Um, So I was kind of new with the whole thing because I'm not not really – I'm like new to this. I I don't do you a lot are. of radio interviews. <laughs> well, that's okay. That's all right. So, tell me tell me how you got started. Well, um and again, I started when I got involved with a lot of trouble. Um I used to be a bad mm-hmm. kid. Um, I know I, I felt horrible about it. You know, my parents didn't know what to do with me. My brother didn't know what to do with me. And I kept looking at Snoop Dogg and my favorite rapper, Shad Moss, which is Bow Wow. And, and I kept looking at all their videos and how they're, you know, rapping, making all this money with the fame. And I'm like thinking, you know, I want to be a rapper. 
And then, you know, mm-hmm. all my friends are saying, like, they're laughing, like, come on, man, you don't know how to rap, you don't know how to spit, you know? And and I remember I, like, when I first even tried to, like, get a mic, you know, and I put the worst the worst songs and the worst quality out that everyone could ever hear, and I was just so embarrassed by it. And I got involved with these people in my life. Um, these people were junkies. They did drugs. They They were mm. people that were not good to hang out with and um happens i got involved with so much trouble to the point where i had a story behind it and then i found jesus christ and jesus Mm. yeah jesus christ was the one that led me to this gift where it's called the holy flow and he gave me a story more like a um a testimony more like it Mm -hmm. and i found out that no matter what the situation was and how much trouble I was in, the Lord got me out. And that's when I followed to really actually start to learn how to really rap. Ever Mm -hmm. since then, I had dropped my first single, New World Order. It was probably my first ever single and the only single that actually started to get a little bit of a spark. Um, followed by that, I ran into my best friend, Ben Summers, who is a uh, professional rapper who blew up on World Star with over 20 million views on Facebook. And um, and it's funny because he was the one that taught me how to rap. Followed by that, uh, the Lord just put me in a whole journey. Like I was just on this journey to just want to do what you know the Lord had my calling to do. And it was gospel rap. So from there, I just continued to follow my passion, my dreams. And before I knew it, I was uh, doing like multiple syllable rhyme schemes, doing quintuplets, sextuplets, and, you know, rhyming like six and seven and eight syllable words and like Mm. in lyrics. So from there, the Lord just took over. And before I knew it, uh, I had met the Tsunami team. That's my fan base. And mm-hmm. I, you know, was doing Uber one day. I was driving. I was to work for, and um, I had this kid named Connor that got in my car. And I'll never forget it. I wrote this song called AI, Artificial Intelligence. And this this wonderful kid that got in my car, he heard the song. So what happened is he, like, was a huge fan of my music. He's like, I'm going to tell all my friends. I'm going to tell the school, everything. So the next thing I know, I I get a video from the Tsunami team from a bunch of kids I didn't know at the high school that was, like, literally singing my entire song in the school bus. Oh, my gosh. I know. It was the greatest feeling ever. It was like I was literally about to go viral that day because they wanted me to come out to support their baseball game. And there was over a thousand fans lined up waiting for me shouting my name when I just drove up at the school like I didn't know who these kids were they were just shouting my name they were rapping my lyrics and it was just that moment of excitement to say you know what this is what I have a calling to do and ever since then I pursued my career and Jesus just gave me the gift to rap mm-hmm. Wow. What a story. Wow. And so now you're rapping, but you're a gospel rapper. What 
what is the difference? And, and a lot of people probably don't know what that is. What is the difference between just rapping, like regular rap, and a gospel rapper? Well, that's a very good question. The difference with gospel rap is there's no cussing. There's uh-huh. no using there's no using profanity, there's no using the Lord's name in vain. Um there's just there's just all respect to Jesus Christ pretty much. Mainly it's having um beliefs that you feel is closer to do uh the right thing. Um morals of Christianity, um sticking with uh the word, pretty much rapping about Jesus Christ, about the Bible, rapping about um the scriptures, you know. Um and mm-hmm. what I had come to realize is when it comes to rap, that's when you cuss, you're you know, you're you're putting out all the all of this extra, you know, you're putting out all this extra in your music to get attention. And you're willing to do everything you can as possible to get as many fans to follow you. Like you don't care what it is. You're rapping about violence. You're rapping about drugs. You're rapping about killing people. You know, you're rapping about uh, stealing cars. You, you hear all that nowadays on the radio. And um, when it comes to that, that's the difference. With gospel rap, it takes skill to be able to put together a song and not cuss. Because it's more of a, a creative outlet for you. Mm-hmm. And I feel oh. it takes it takes no skill at all to cuss. And if you no. need to cuss, you know, to use a filler word to make something sound good, <clears throat> well, then you're not good at all. Because if you can't put together, um, if you can't put together words like aggressively loudly and oppressively mouthy, then you're 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 pretty much uh, you're on that toll where you're like okay I've run out of words now I'm just gonna put in a bunch of cuss words so people will like me. How are you gonna sell your music when you're selling this to kids? Kids are looking up to you and they're gonna learn how to cuss. Then you look up, you know, the next generation, their kids is gonna be cussing. Before you know, it's gonna go through the community. Now everybody's cussing. You know, it's just it's a bad example of how the world is you know it's very reason why there's just so much violence because of all of this negative rap music Mhm. wow you're right you're so right you are so right so as as a rapper as a as a gospel rapper what now what do you intend to do how do you intend to change things and do you intend to change anything? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I mean, the first thing and foremost is letting people know the reason why they're here. I mean, you know, we all know why we're here. Um, some people mm-hmm. believe that, you know, we were just came from the ground. People believe in reincarnation. And, and I have nothing against anybody's beliefs. I, I have nothing against anybody's beliefs. You know, you believe what you believe. It's not my right to take away somebody else's belief. If they believe in something, then by all respect, they can believe in what they believe in. But what I'm saying from my perspective and the experience that I've had, I feel that 
my calling is to do is to bring the message of Jesus Christ and what he said to me to tell millions of people, you know, because I had a very terrifying experience. Some people don't believe me. Some people do. Some people mm-hmm. understand. You've all heard the stories of heaven and hell and right. what happens when you die and, and having OBEs and astral projection and stuff. And um, it's real. It's, you know, it's not mm-hmm. a joke. You know, when people leave off the earth, they pretty much, you know, it's like an OBE, it's not rejection. You're out of your body, you're out of your body, you know. And mm-hmm. my personal experience was scary because, you know, the Lord mm-hmm. showed me something that not a lot of people see. You know, I'm a prophet, and I feel I have that closer connection with Jesus because I am a prophet. That's why my name is Nathan. And Mm -hmm. I feel like when it came to – when Jesus came directly to me, you know, he just told me that, um, you know, you need to get my message out here to my children. And what he Mm -hmm. wanted me to relay is, you know, he's watching us all, you know, and he wants the violence to stop, the shootings, Mm -hmm. the, you know, the, the rape you know, the constant stealing, the constant uh, just all of this negativity, it's just out of control. And I yeah. feel, you know, what my goal is, is to bring the youth to positivity, to bring mm-hmm. the youth to more of a glorifying world, you know, where, where things are beautiful. You look outside, you see a flower, and it blooms. And it makes, you know, you, you ever seen that day where you walk out and you're just the happiest person in the, on the earth because everything is just going your way. You're getting your paycheck. You're, you know, you're getting more hours or, you know, something's just working out for you, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel, you know, what my calling is to bring people closer to Jesus Christ, to let people know and be introduced into Jesus, to let people realize that, you know, the people that are depressed. The people that are hurting themselves, the people that are causing homicide and, and taking other people's lives because they're miserable, I feel they have no right to do that. So what you know what my goal is to bring this community together to let people know that we have teamwork, to let people know that we all should love each and one another the same. We don't love yeah. somebody else more than the other. You know, mm-hmm. you, you put in a you put in a hundred percent of what you say, and what you do, because at the mm-hmm. end of the day, when you are looking at yourself in the mirror, you ask, "Who is that?" And when you ask that question and you rephrase it back to yourself, you're like, "Okay, I'm this person. Now, how can I how can I set an example for somebody else if I don't know how to set an example for myself?" Mm-hmm. So, uh-huh. yeah, it's really powerful. Um, you know, the Lord ha- yeah, the Lord has me on a calling to bring people to heaven. I want to mm-hmm. show people how beautiful heaven is. I want to show people because I've been there. I've experienced heaven, mm-hmm. and it's one of the most amazing – it's one of the most amazing places that anybody would ever want to go because it's perfection. There's no fear. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt. It's love. I mean, I saw my loved ones, you know, and due to my experience, I had an overdose because of drugs, you know, that's what happened to me. Wow. And the Lord told me, yeah, and I 
And that's what my whole story is about. It's to let people know not to give up. I mean, there's so many people that's committed suicide because they just feel like they're not loved. It happened to Robin Williams, you know, it happened, you know, to Jonathan, my favorite actors in the world, you know, it, it's very tragic to see how many people that have a gift that is so talented to do, do something that has done so much in their life and just to literally just kill themselves because they feel that they're yeah. not wealthy. They feel like they're not wealthy enough. You know, they feel like they're not yeah. good enough or they feel like, you know, like they feel that people don't love them enough for, for them. They's like, oh, they only love me because of my fame. They only love me because I'm an actor. They only love me because I make money. And, right. you know, when I look at that, it, it's really disturbing because you you don't know if people love you for you or you don't know if they love you because you're on a come up. Wow. Wow. Tsunami, my gosh. I mean, we need a lot more time with you because I only had like a few minutes with you. But I I definitely think that you're amazing. Um, I can't wait to send people to your music. So that's www.mad with two D's pop dot com tsunami with two eyes at the end two four four. And we do have that up there and waiting for you to grab it, copy and paste that into your browser so that you can go ahead and check tsunami out. Tsunami, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, you're so welcome. And we got to have you back again, so you got to be back. Oh, I will. I will definitely be back, and I'll be able to play my new album, uh, I Mean Business. Um, that's that's my new album that I did release, and it's one of the most powerful albums anybody would ever hear because it is, it is a strong story. It is. Mm. Wow. Well, we got to have you back. Wow. Well, thank you, Tsunami. You're welcome. All right, we'll talk soon. All right. All right, bye. Wow, guys. Wow, wow, wow. I got to move on with our interviews for the day, but wow. This is interesting, though, I have to say. Maybe nothing will happen. Here. Let's see. We're here. There you go. We're here. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. I'm here. How come you're the only My one line that works. I can get today? I don't know why your line is the only one that works. What's up with that? It's God. It's not What's me. It's not my plan, baby. I didn't plan it <laughs> like this. It's God plan. It's you not hacked mine. my stuff. You hacked it. You hacked it. You know you hacked it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we I, just I love, play who was that track that you just, uh, oh, oh okay. Yeah. And Marvelous. He needs to send me some more music. I've had that for a couple of years now. Oh, that was Jeru. He's a rapper, too? Jeru, yeah. Wow, I didn't know that he rapped. Okay, that you just showed me something. Okay, mm-hmm. you got to be available. I I had him on my show a while ago. You tell you, so now there's no one there. They're all gone. <laughs> We're gonna have to reschedule everybody. They're all gonna listen to on the now. Nah, they're on the playback. They they got recorded. As long <laughs> as you recorded in the book of life, you 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 in. As long as you put my Hello. name down, you in. Hello. Well, we're going to go. You know what, Pastor? We're going to call it a day because this ain't going to work. Okay. 
This ain't well, gonna work. I want to say this. But, let me let me get it mm-hmm. to your spirit before you go. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to everybody's spirit, and you need to hear this. Um, mm-hmm. We have to realize that we are in control, but we're not in control. And when we say we serve God, we gotta also remember that sometimes God's gonna put things in front of us that we have no control over. So as I mm-hmm. use power words, every time you hear I, my, or us, put yourself from your perspective, and it goes. This is the day, my day. I will control over what I can and release of that what I can't. I will be confident in my words and in myself. Resilience will trump rejection. Favor will overcome frustration. For every yes, for every yes, for every yes, I secure the victory. For every no, I plan to see. Every contact is a new opportunity, a new challenge, a moment of truth. I'm important. I make a difference. I'm blessed from above, inspired by those around me. I'm powerful. I'm loved. Each of the moment I am thankful, for I have become stronger, for I have become stronger, for I have become stronger. This is my day. This is my calling. I'm the voice of, and for many, the sick, the unborn, the hungry. I'm an ambassador for humanity, created by the almighty, faith fall, I shall prevail. You pressed through this whole show, technical difficulties. You kept opening up lines. I say this, leaving this with your spirit. You have no power over the will of God. So you did everything right. Hey, I hear that. And I want to thank you so much again for calling in and, and just being that spontaneous guest on our show again. Thank you, sweetheart. Hey, man, call me after the show. Let's get it together, baby. I got a lot for you. Well, let's get moving. I know. Please you call always me after hustling. the show. I'm right here. All right. Let yeah, me give a call back to my daughter because she's been calling me this entire time. We're going to go ahead and call it a day with the pastor right here on Chase's Radio. I want to thank you guys for tuning in, and don't forget to always dare to be different, baby.